On the line with us is Haverhill's Veteran Services Officer, Luis Santiago, who's an artist in his own right. And Luis, thanks for joining us today. Good morning, Mr. Windham, and thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Oh, it's it's my pleasure to have you here uh, because you you are a hard working son of a gun, and you've got uh, you've been working on uh, trying to gather some World War II veterans, and uh, that's what you were talking about the last time that you were on. And what you what did you come up with? Yes, at the current moment, we have about 14 World War II veterans that we're looking to recognize uh, for a World War II recognition ceremony. Unfortunately, because of scheduling issues, uh, the July 10th date that we had scheduled for that ceremony has been changed because of scheduling issues. Um, We are now having a new date with Saturday, July 24th at 10 a.m. at Washington Square. We would be having a live band, uh, which will be played from the Sons of Italy. Uh, we would have uh, some guest speakers, and we look forward to actually having the community come together. Uh, I want to give out a special thank you to uh, Dean Thayer, who's the president of the AMBETS. Uh I will also like to give a thanks to Erica and Renee from the Sons of Italy, uh, Mr. Chris Manning, who's the commander from the American Legion, and for Vianelis Rodriguez, who is the service manager from uh, VNOC, Veterans Northeast Outreach Center. These are the volunteers that are helping me coordinate this ceremony, and it's going to be a nice day to actually recognize the individuals who need no introduction, who are our World War II veterans, and hopefully we can gather them all together. Um, special thanks to the uh, DiVizenzo uh, family, who will be having a 99 and a 95-year-old World War II veterans who are brothers, uh, who are looking to be recognized that day as, at that day as well. Oh, my gosh. So, so that's going to be Saturday, July 24th, 10 o'clock in the morning in Washington Square, downtown Haverhill. And, yeah, so so the Desenzo family, uh, they, they've got some... They've got some uh, some guys with <laughs> that have been for, around for a while, huh? Correct. They've been a staple in the community, and they are very well-known. Um, they're a very, very nice family. Uh, they're looking to recognize their father and uncle... Uh, who have sacrificed uh, their time in in, in war when uh, we had uh, basically an enemy who was foreign, um, and thanks to individuals like his father and his uncle, we're not speaking a different language today. By all means. Now, um, the last time you were on, you were saying that anybody who was in World War II, well, they, they have to be in their 90s now, right? Yes, uh, they're pretty much up in their age. Uh, unfortunately, they're a dying breed, uh, which is sad to say. It, it, it hurts my heart to even think it. Um, just their bravery and what they've done for this country is unparalleled. Um, so, yeah, they're actually up there pretty much in age. Uh, there's not many left. Um, it's, it's, it's one of those things where uh, we have to take it as it comes, uh, as society changes and time goes on. Uh, they will always be remembered in history as our forever heroes. Now, is this event uh, just for Haverhill uh, residents who were in World War II? At the current moment, yes. We are recognizing all veterans in the city of Haverhill who are World War II veterans. Uh, unfortunately, we have a lot of veterans who have passed, and we will be laying a wreath in their name to recognize their efforts in the time of war of World War II. 
Hey, you know, when uh, when I'm in uh, downtown Haverhill, I, I still look at those banners. That is just fantastic. Have you been getting some feedback on those? Uh, the feedback we've been getting is uh, overwhelming. Uh, we've been receiving a lot of phone calls, a lot of emails. People are still interested. Uh, we already have a waiting list for next year. Um, we were able to do over 100 banners uh, this year, so next year we're looking to even double or triple that. I know it's going to be uh, uh, an effort in our part to actually get that going, uh, just because uh, the involvement is going to be uh, basically a village got to come together to make this happen. Uh, the maintenance, the the upkeep of having those banners uh, looking pristine through Memorial Day from from Memorial Day all the way up to Veterans Day is a job in itself. Um, so I appreciate the help from the Exchange Club, Pat. Jen and Thea, thank you for your uh, unconditional love and your help in uh, making that happen and uh, your continued effort to actually keep the program going. Um, it's, a, it's a program that I look to keep going for years to come. Uh, it's ba- basically our, our baby, our project that we've uh, taken on head-on and spearheaded from day one, and we continue to look to do that um, in the upcoming years. Well, it's also going to be uh, tough to find all the uh, utility poles to put the banners on. Uh, throughout the city, there is plenty of poles. It's just trying to keep them in sequence. Um, since we've already started with downtown, we would like to keep that sequence. And uh, so when you travel downtown or throughout the city of Haverhill, you would continue seeing the banners uh, from one street to the next. All right. Well, uh, busy, busy time. So over at the uh, Veteran Services Office in, uh, in Haverhill, anything else going on? Yes. Uh, thanks to... Keith Gospel and City Council Thomas Sullivan, thank you so much for your support. We are becoming a uh, Purple Heart community. Uh, we're looking to celebrate at GAR Park on August 7th. Uh, we will be pinning a Purple Heart recipient, and we will be honoring our Purple Heart uh, recipients throughout the city of Haverhill. Uh, from my understanding, right now we have about six to seven individuals who are some on our uh, Haver Police Department and firefighters, and hopefully we can get a couple other individuals who sometimes don't want to be mentioned because uh, they're so humble in what they've done in the past. Uh, we actually got to seek them out. So if you know a Purple Heart veteran uh, who who lives or resides in the city of Haver, please let us know so we can actually recognize them. Uh, but April 7th, we will become a Purple Heart community. Uh, August 7th, right? Sorry, August 7th. Okay. Now, uh, for those that, that may not uh, be familiar with what a Purple Heart recipient is, why don't you explain that? A Purple Heart recipient is someone who actually got hurt or passed away during their time in the in the military. Um, a lot of individuals who have gone overseas and have been shot, have been uh, unfortunately blown up, uh, loss of limbs, um, just hurt physically, uh, they receive a Purple Heart um, for their efforts overseas. Uh, unfortunately, we do have a long list of indi- individuals who are Purple Heart recipients and have passed away, and we are looking to recognize them as well. Now, uh, now is this just physical uh, wounds, or could this be mental as well? Uh, no, it would have to be a physical wound. Um, I have not seen... Uh, Purple Heart be given for a mental disorder or a mental illness. Okay, yeah, I was just thinking about PSTD and that. Yeah, PTSD and other uh, mental ailments 
are an artifact of what they've experienced. Um, I, I, I don't downplay what they've gone through or what they're going to go through throughout the years, throughout their life, which one of the major battles that individuals go through is mental health. Uh, mental health is a, a an issue that needs to be addressed throughout 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 the time that they've been in the military and after. Um, a lot of the times, people don't know how to handle certain situations. Uh, their dependents, their families and friends, actually go through the same experience because of whatever the veteran's going through. So, if you are a mental health uh, veteran it. who is having issues um, and don't know how to go through certain things, please reach out to me as your veteran service officer. I'm more than happy to help in trying to get you through these hard times, uh, which sometimes the biggest uh, hurdle would be to actually ask for help or even walk through my door um, and speaking to somebody that has been through uh, somewhat of the same experiences as yourself um, would be a little easier to transition into uh, what resources are available at the local, state, and federal level. I certainly understand what you're talking about. And uh, so I had never heard of a Purple Heart community before. Yes. Uh, throughout the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, we do have certain cities and towns that have become a Purple Heart community. Um, basically, it's it's a proclamation that would be signed by the governor and given to the mayor who would be reading the proclamation on August 7th. Um, once we become the uh, basically the Purple Heart community, we will be setting up signs throughout the city. Uh, we're hoping to get all the exits and main focus points uh, throughout the city itself. Uh, city Hall, my, the Citizen Center, and some of the monuments will be getting Purple Heart signs to let people know we have become a Purple Heart community. All right. Well, uh, yeah, you, you certainly have been busy during the summer, haven't you? I have, and I look forward to actually uh, helping out as many people as possible. Not only do I uh, look to recognize our World War II veterans and also become a Purple Heart recipient, but I also help out individuals in financial, housing, and healthcare need. Um, if you are a veteran who served in our military, please reach out to me. Um, I'll be your best point of contact moving forward. I know that we're in the back end of the pandemic, and things are getting a little better, but people are still going through uh, financial hardship. Financial hardship is one of the... Uh, biggest or main issues that our veteran community right now is is facing, um, and I look to relieve those issues or those uh, problems uh, with the peace of mind, knowing that, you know, we, you have somebody that has your back. You have somebody here that will always remember uh, that your sacrifices were never going in vain. Basically, I'm here to help. I'm more than happy to do so. Um, I'm never too busy to uh, answer my phone calls or uh, my door is always open. I am at the Citizen Center at 10 Welcome Street on the second floor. My doors are open from 8 to 4 and if you call me and I can't answer your call, please leave me a message and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Individuals that want to get in touch with me can get a hold of me. A hold of me of, uh, the phone number is 978-374-2351 extension 3932. All right. Hey, Luis, thank you so much. And we'll get you back on again in a few weeks. And uh, thanks for all the information today. Thank you, and I appreciate it. Hey, bro, thank you for all your unconditional uh, support and your love. I look forward to seeing you guys for the World War II Recognition Ceremony on July 24th at 10 a.m. at Washington Square. I will be having flyers up throughout the city. I will be posting stuff up through social media. Uh, please look out for that if you have any questions, if you know a World War II veteran please reach out to my office. And then August 7th, 
Purple Heart community coming to Haverhill. We will be pinning an actual Purple Heart recipient who's been uh, long overdue and has gone through battle uh, trying to get that Purple Heart after coming out of the military. So it'll be a fun day. Um, it'll be an awesome day to recognize these individ- individuals, and I look forward to seeing everybody. I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much. And, and again, we'll get you on. Luis Santiago, Veterans Services Officer in Haverhill, our guest this morning here on The Wave 97.9 WHAV. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM WHAV. Catch the wave. W-A-V.